If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Ça a fait tout le monde, ça a fait, ça a fait. Bienvenue dans l'autre grand épisode Kourim. Je dis à c'est avec vous, amis pour lutter style et c'est avec plaisir je dis à pour nous gagner avec euh, avec vous. Il y a l'autre gros 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 dont on invité. Mais avant mettre du invité ça, voulez faut qu'on ait que et podcast est disponible de tous côtés. Podcast est disponible sur Apple Podcasts, il est disponible sur Spotify, il est disponible sur YouTube. Grand pile monde qui t'a plein et vous avez vu les podcasts sur YouTube, Kounia nous sur YouTube, donc faites ce que vous allez vous abonner et puis encouragez le travail à faire là afin que vous soyez capable d'améliorer ça en affaire. Without any further ado, j'aime um, d'abord inviter ça et ils sont marine veteran, ils sont auditeur pour le gouvernement et puis ils sont financial literacy educator. Um, je dis à et Invitez ça pas parler nous un, un peu de tête li et puis tout pas parler nous des journey ni et comment li même li té et dans dette et comment li vinn arriver payer dette ça et puis vinn positionner tête li côté li vinn gagner ça que le en positive net worth et je dis ça avec un pile plaisir pour me gagner avec nous et monsieur Lawrence Gonzalez et bienvenue dans podcast ko brother oh thank you thank you thank you for this opportunity moi-même c'est Aïsem Yé, ma pointe à l'anon, ma co-op name non. C'est un nom qui était BAM TV, de l'MTFTPT, pas BAM de BAM non ça, c'est ça le nom que tu connais. Oui, avant même nous entrer, d'abord vous autres, côté non Gonzalez là et Soti, est-ce que vous avez un mix ou bien comment ça? Technically, technically, right? I'm Haitian Brazilian or Haitian American, oh, Haitian Brazilian. whatever you want to call it. But my dad was actually, uh, I guess, born in Brazil because yeah, yeah. Haitians, for whatever reason, we have a really good back and forth um, relationship with Brazil and Haiti. So there are a lot of like uh, Brazilians living in Haiti here and there. Either they they left Brazil and up in Haiti, but you also have a whole bunch of Haitians as well living in Brazil, especially Sao Paulo. So you have that kind of like intermixing. It's not just the uh, the soccer. But yeah, you there, we got it, you know. <laughs> but yeah. for the most part, I'm Haitian. My grandmother actually migrated back from Dominican Republic, but she, you know, Minois too. So, so everybody, yeah. was, you know, we're black. So now you say net, Porto Prince, Delma, Ventois, we do for it. So, you fait in Haiti? No, I'm fait in Miami. Okay. So, well, I went when I was 11 months old and yeah. I didn't come back until nine years old. My sister stayed till like 12 or 12 and a half or something. Okay, uh, that makes sense. Okay, my friend, tout monde connaît là épisode ça, son épisode qui parle vraiment Kringlish. So I've been a pile Creole, I've been a pile anglais I didn't do. So <laughs> bear with me. So when I see ou pas comprendre créole, ou pas comprendre anglais à bien, moi c'est une belle opportunité pour pour tendre ça qu'a dit parce que conversation pas le fait 
bof en anglais et en créole et ou même tout si ou site ou pas fin tellement à l'aise avec créole là m'pense et et Jean Lawrence parle approche épisode ça ou capable apprendre un peu de li en anglais OK alrighty so Lawrence en entrée et sans hésitation non 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 épisode là je dis nous allons fonti parler de et personal finance avec paying off debt right on connaît ça c'est domaine nous ça c'est bagaille et que ou revenir entrer là dedans et fonti parler et importance qui gagne non et manage money especially during this lockdown time All right. A lot of times we hear about the wealth gap and the wealth gap is not just in America, but it's really all around the world in regards to how much money that everybody have or wealth that they have. The distribution of wealth is in itself assets minus liabilities equals, you know, whatever you have left, either it's a gain or a loss. Right. And mm-hmm. that's really what you're trying to get to. That's your wealth. And it wasn't until like a, a drive in Haiti, right? When I got to like the, the Port-au-Prince, got into the, the airport, got a taxi going home. And one of those guys was really saying, hey, you got money. And I started thinking to myself, I really don't because I have a lot of debt that he had no idea about, either it be student loan debt or credit card debt. But that's something that wasn't really known in Haiti. You know, you they don't know that you're carrying $120,000 you know, $20, worth of student loan debt that you owe that much money. I'm actually more broke than a lot of people in Haiti. You know? Right, right. You know, at that point, I was, I, it took me, you know, to my mind. I was like, you know what? I need to start doing a lot more research about this. And I started looking it up. There is a wealth gap in America that exists where a lot of the, the white people or non-black people themselves have upwards to $107,000 in, um, in median wealth. And then if you actually find and you Google it online, this is a color of wealth uh, report, either in Boston, Miami, or California, or New York, you will find the actual stratification that will tell you exactly where you fit in. In Miami, you have the whites, $107,000. You got a Cubans, $22,000. You got the black Americans, or in really what they called it in that report, $3,700 with a median wealth. And then you have the black Caribbeans, which we kind of fall into. We had a median wealth of $12,000. But if you take away the car, then the, that even drops even less than mm-hmm. what we have. That 12,000 drops to a maybe what, you know, give or take a car for seven grand or even five grand, that's, now you're down to $7,000 worth of wealth. So that's what the importance of um, wealth um, gap is because it's growing right now, especially in the time of Corona. People are making tons of money investing and you see the, the market, the economy is growing, but you, then you look down the street and you see everybody else kind of struggling. So there is a gap that exists and it's very important that we need to get ahead of it because that's going to increase just our opportunity, quality of life, education, our family, our dynamics with each other. All of that improves as our wealth and our, our money knowledge improves. Nice, nice. That, that's very important, man. Speaking of debt, man, um, how, how did you end up in deep debt And how much was it and how were you able to turn that around um, to have a positive net worth? I think I ended up in deep debt, just like a lot of people. It's like that good debt or whatever we perceive it to be. I went Mm -hmm. to school. I took out some student loans. And in totality, my debt looked like this. It was $30,000 in undergrad, $80,000 worth of um, master's degree in taxation at Florida State. Mm -hmm. And 
another five thousand dollars in credit card debt all the way at the top like i you know once my actual credit card actually stopped working at one point because i was at the top of that bracket mm-hmm. and then a next ten thousand dollars that was added on because i used the forbearance which basically says that hey i can't pay right now so i'm gonna take a year but at the end of that year they said hey you're gonna capitalize this uh this extra interest into the loan and i was like yeah it's like everybody else i just said yeah and I ended up with $125,000 uh, worth of just debt. And as simple as that is because I was not being accountable to myself. I was just spending, especially on food or housing or just going out. Like those little things actually started adding up because especially for you know, black communities or even Haitian communities, hey, you want to go to a compa party. It's not just going to the compa party to pay at the door. You actually got to get the outfit. You got to get the haircut. You gotta oh, yeah. Yo, you got you, you to gotta come ready, man. You gotta... Sometimes, hey, you, you're driving a whole hour and a half from Miami to West Palm to Broward. You're doing all of this stuff back and forth. And it's, it's a little here, a little there. You know? And then by the, by the Monday comes around, you would spend another 200, 250 on the weekend. And you're not even paying attention. And that's how I ended up in my level of debt. But I started shifting it around because I took accountability and said, you know what? None of this was everybody else's fault. A lot of it, I was right there. I was in the, the, you know, the driver's seat for it. I was mm-hmm. driving. I didn't, I, that, that's what I wanted to do. That's how I wanted to live. That's what I did. So therefore, I took that time, that same level of effort that would have took me just to go to a co-pop party, that same level of energy that would take me all the way to 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. I started researching information plugged it into mint.com started noticing my patterns like okay i have this much money coming in i have this much money going out and mm-hmm. that's okay it's okay to say that you're broke if i get called blunt it's well, okay get, yeah. to know that yeah. you, you're broke right yeah so i went into that and because of it i started noticing the things that we tell to each other right mm-hmm. we don't have enough money to invest my my all my buddies and we lived in a, a four-bedroom um house in tallahassee it was nice, but I started looking at the money I was spending. I was spending $350 per month on food. It's not like I was eating steak and lobster here. I was just eating regular food from Winn-Dixie or Publix and maybe mm-hmm. some Walmart food. And, but the ent- entirety, I was spending $350. My other buddies were spending $400, $500, $600 on anything from Boston Market to, to Zaxby's or whatever. Just, you know, a little thing here and there. Puerto Tropical. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in total, when I did all our numbers, we were spending $2,400 a month on food. How much? $2,400 a month on food. <laughs> because we're always doing our own thing. Everybody, I'm going to eat here. I'm going to eat there. My buddy's like, he, when he left Tallahassee, I swear, man, Tallahassee mother lost like a whole bunch of revenue because all he, he went breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So if you're not paying attention to none of it, eventually it catches up to you and it caught up to a lot of us. We're investing, we're just spending money on a lot of food. So I started taking that accountability, started thinking differently about my money and started thinking differently about myself. And that's what got me from negative $125,000 in, in debt to now, as of today, we're, me and my fiance, we're up $340,000 in positive net worth. Wow. 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 That, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. So l- let me ask you though, so you were in deep debt, right? So when did it click for you? Was it, what switched it around for you? Was it a book? Was it some, someone who like made you realize that? Like what did it for you? What did it for me, I would say is when I went or I had to go, it wasn't because I wanted to go. I had to go to the dentist. I started feeling a little bit pain there. 
So I went to the dentist. I was thinking I was going to pay another $100 I didn't have or $200 I didn't have. So I was already panicked to begin with. The mm-hmm. dentist said, well, technically, we got to take out all of your wisdom teeth. So the back, the one all the way in the back, they got to take it out because it started impacting mm-hmm. one of my teeth, right? One right, of my teeth right. in the back. So because of it, I went in and he said, well, it's going to cost you this much. I think it might have been like five. I don't know how much it was. It was so much money that I didn't want to hear it. So I asked I him, like, hey, what's the other alternative? <laughs> like, well, you could do this, this, this. He spelled out some other numbers I didn't care about. What about just local anesthesia? So I took local anesthesia. I went in and he put the local in. Oh, whatever. You know, I started going in it. But about 30 minutes later, this is an entire process of them Jeez. breaking First, they got to drill into it. Then they got to break it, and they got to pull right. out. Goodness. And as I'm feeling the first one, because the pain is so much, and it, he, he taps me on the shoulder, it's, it's over. I was still feeling the first one before mm-hmm. I started feeling the next ones. Wow, 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 wow. But at that point, to me, I was like, you know what? I need to change my life. <laughs> I, just, I yeah. need to change my life. I need, I need a little bit more money, a little bit more insurance, whatever it is, so I don't have to deal with that level of pain ever again. That's amazing story, man. That's an amazing story. C'est ça, maman. Parce que, you know, en belle fois, donc, l'un vient de faire réalisation ça. Son bagage, there has to be something, right? So, it has to be something or like something that happened or somebody that makes you realize that. And I'm, 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 I'm happy you, you shared that with us. And it was, so, a, it was also a girlfriend, too. So. Oh, well, <laughs> no, I could, I could, I, no, it was. it was. It was a girlfriend at the time, went out to a date that she always wanted to go to this spot. And I don't know, she was having a bad day. And like a lot of people that are already toxic to themselves, mm-hmm. she basically took it out on me. So she was telling me that, one, it's not possible that you ever get to money. You're never going to get to wealth. Your family's always going to be broke. And she just really believed it. And because she believed it so much, I wanted to prove to her that it's not impossible. It might be improbable. As, mm-hmm. And that's two different words. Impossible is like, it yeah. can never happen. Mm-hmm. Improbable means it's very difficult. Right. So I, was, I wanted to show her, you know, in totality that, yeah, you, mathematically, you could go back to the bar and you could really start noticing things you can do. And then you, in over time, your your life will improve. But she didn't want to believe it. She was having a terrible day, and it really taught me about how we perceive wealth in the community. We always think it's impossible, but it's not that impossible. It's improbable. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of things we can do to change. Like my grandmother, she had like what six kids. She raised them all in Haiti. I don't think she ever made more than $16,000 a year in good or whatever it is. <laughs> she just mm-hmm. didn't make more than. I don't think she broke 20k, right? But she still was able to provide for her entire family. And I get it. It was, it was years ago. It was a different type of lifestyle, different place. But she was able to provide for her entire family. And I, I'm like, I'm looking at myself. One person, Lawrence, like making 23K before taxes. Yeah, I could take, I could, I should be able to handle this, right? I should be able to take care of at least myself. Mm-hmm. And that's really what started to pull things together. That entire year, that 2012, that's when they pulled out the team. That girl told me this, and then yeah, I started understanding, yeah. hey, my grandmother did a lot more with a lot less. Why can't I do more? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm glad you, 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 you brought that up because uh, to me, I feel like managing money and, and, and building wealth, it's, it's all about a mindset, right? So, and then to me, if you don't have the right mindset, then there's a lot of bad decision you're going to make like regarding money. 
ça vient pousser me vient poser next question qui mm-hmm. c'est what are some myths and misconceptions that you feel like in our community that we have as like young Haitian millennials or, or black people in general about uh, money? big myths you got is like money is the root of all evil that's one of the biggest things that we ever <laughs> I don't know where we learned that from, but it was a terrible understanding. Yeah, I think it's a misinterpretation. Yeah, it's it's completely odd. I'm not quite sure what it's all about, but it's like, how is money the root of all evil? But when when you're poor, you know, hey, people will fight you. (laughs) People will rob you, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they'll steal from you when they're poor. So it didn't make any sense. So that was the first one. It's clear and evident. It is not a thing that we, we suffer from, especially in the Black community. We don't talk about money the issues we have with money or even the mistakes that we've done with money, right? So nobody wants to admit that level of error. And because we don't share, we don't learn. Because how do you know what's going on? How do you know that uh, refinancing might be a bad idea if nobody told you that they refinanced for the last 20 years and now they owe way more on the house than they ever did when they bought it? So these are the little things that we don't talk to each other about. And especially in our families, like our our moms and dad, when you probably probably all yeah. those mistakes that yeah. you made, yeah. you, maybe you bought a home that was way too much. Maybe you you went to a person that swindled you for money. These are all experiences that you can you tell can share. Mm-hmm. to the team one. And then they're going to take it in their minds. They're going to be like, okay, exactly. this is what I'm not going to do, right? This is what I'm going exactly. to change. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you bring that up, man. And I feel like this is, uh, I don't know if it's a scarcity mindset that we have or survival mindset. Like when we have something, or we know something, we tend to keep it to ourselves instead of like sharing it like to others, right? So it's like, you know, if like you mentioned earlier, if I know how to, you know, buy a property, you know, instead of sharing that, I just keep it on myself and keep building my portfolio, you know, in private and keep doing my thing. And at the end of the day, collectively, like like personally, yes, I, you know, I, I'll be successful, but collectively, I don't think it helps um, the community, right? So I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you you brought that up. Like even sharing a podcast like this to your friend, because I think it's a human nature too. Like if something is good, we take it in and we uh-huh. hug it. We're like, mm, it makes yeah, us that's, feel that's good, you know, whatever. <laughs> if something is bad, and something, oh, not probably the the, the so and so and tell and tell. That information goes so fast. Like it, it's shared everywhere. Like he's like, hey, I don't like this person. It's shared the quickest. But if you tell somebody something positive. Mm-hmm. We better take it in and just, or we're completely afraid too. Like we're very prideful people and we're afraid that let's say that house didn't work out. Somebody's going to find out that, Hey, it didn't work out for me. Or I lost yes. $5,000. I mean, I lost $1,000. You don't awesome. probably probably buy a side. Probably, you, yeah. They'll show that we're, we're fallible. They'll show yes. that we can make mistakes. Yes. And people yes, don't yes. like that. They don't like to feel like somebody's looking at them and judging them. So in the Haitian community, to the point, that we stop doing anything because we we're scared of judgment. Exactly, exactly. They even they they don't even want to ask you questions because you probably It's just it, it goes deeper, man. It goes deeper, and to me, it's a huge, huge, huge issue. And basi si puno komasi build wealth na community ya fono kom komasi imre metra wa fermen. Et um, si par jour, bah, ça, on va poster tout ça, on va apprendre, on va poster journey ou pas, ou, ou vraiment open, ou vraiment vulnerable, ou open, ou dit mon ok, mais quand tu me soutiens en dette, parce que imagine, pa, et pas tout le monde qui parle sur social media ou bien qui parle parler avec des trois amis, dit hey yo, I was hundred and something 
dollars in debt. Like, again, you know, it's very and the fact that you did it, c'est pas c'est pas l'offin positive. Like, non, who fell the bia avant même in the journey, right? So yes. while you were paying it off, and you come to partage it by itself. So I'm going to say you know why is you know by phone. Come to find a community now is to start embracing this abundance mindset. Just because I'm sharing by a vow, sapap iti ga ain no one right? It's not going to take anything from me. So I'm going to say you know that's that's that, that, I'm, I'm I'm glad you 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 brought that up, man. I'm 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 glad you brought that up. So let's move on to the next question. Keeping up with the Joneses, right? Mm-hmm. Lifestyle <laughs> creep. Like, talk to me about those. What, like, dans des thèmes ça déjà. Et me connais thèmes ça où j'en dis bagay ça a pas affecté communauté ya. So, font ti parler me de bagay ça. Comment bagay ça où ka empêche ou build wealth? Oh man, lifestyle creep is a problem all over the place. Even in Haiti, you have it, especially when you, especially in the term of social media now that we have the IG and people could see what everybody's doing across the world. Either it be Miami, Boston, New York, Canada, France, like everybody could see too much of everybody's world. So because of it, everybody's trying to keep up with this thing. Everybody's trying to create a hyper reality that they don't even, you know, they can't even afford. You have, for example, uh, in D.C. when I got here, I I was invited to this hangout with this uh, group of people, right? And it's like, okay, I didn't have the money at the time. I was already at the end. Because when you're transitioning from one city to another, you're waiting for the paycheck to eventually hit you. But that paycheck could take like a month to hit you before even the the next paycheck. So you're really at the edge. So you're waiting. So they invited me to to this restaurant, this Latin fusion restaurant. I'll never forget it. You get Uh there. And, and the lady said she was going to pay for me. You know, I'm like, ah, but I knew she wasn't. You know, my, and my instinct said, mm, if I get Kobla or whatever, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to pay, I'm going I'm to grab this and maybe a, a small drink and I'll be fine, right? Yeah. Just to fit in. Mm-hmm. At the end of the thing, they were buying plates, a little app, tapas. You know, it was very, it was very bougie. There was something about it that was very weird. That everybody's buying. The lady at the end, she's like, I'm going to buy dessert. And then when the person comes around, do you want more dessert? I'll get more drinks, more dessert, more tapas. Shit. Ultimately, <laughs> at the end, the waitress come back in and she says, hey, uh, do you want me to split it, um, you know, like by, by check or right. by or down the even down the line? And right. all of them, minus me, said, you know, and I, I was, you know, I was the new guy. They're like, yeah, yeah, split it evenly down the line. Like, evenly how? I had one tapa. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you was you know like, and it, it's not like it, it filled you up these are small little appetizer things right right and the, and the bill was like 500 dollars for maybe, oh my god for maybe seven people right Damn. seven people 500 and he reminded me at the end of it and i even had the money i didn't have money for groceries for like two weeks after that i didn't have anything that i had to go home get a bus get whatever to get home walk and throughout the walk, it reminded me so much that how much money we spend and how different we have become as a society. Because $500 would have fed, you know, two, two families for two months. Man. Oh, oh, yeah. Easy, <laughs> Straight yeah. up, two, two, two whole months. But for us, we just spend that money because we're trying to fit in. We want to do the, you see the travel. People travel now on credit card. I even heard recently people take out from their 401k to have the money to travel. Uh-uh. that's what's going on too. So there's a lot of this fake stuff that's going on and it's digging into our pockets and our opportunities. So you're faking a lifestyle that you're basically robbing yourself from. Ultimately, you're going to take away from yourself. So that's the lifestyle creep. Yeah, 
no de- definitely that that's that's exactly what it is and i feel like social media as well has a big 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 um um it has a big influence in that as well cuz you know people out there comparing themselves with others and seeing people you know traveling and they don't know how you know like they'll be to do that but you know if you, you i don't know like something about it it's just like I want to do it as well. I want to show off as well. I want to show people that I'm living that life. What does you guys sound like Kyle, man? We're going to do for for let me know Kyle. What the girls? So, bon bon pour expliquer lifestyle Peut-être que lifestyle, right? Donc normal, normal. Et des fois, qui est société, ou bien, on a dit, qui a influence sur vous, il fait que vous venez upgrade lifestyle. Ça veut dire que vous venez censé, et lifestyle vous avez vivre là, ou pas venez vivre encore, ou venez acheter des choses qui ne pas même cas, ou ne pas même cas, afford, ou même cas, posséder vrai, ou pas même gagner l'argent pour acheter au vrai, ou commencer à aller, à faire un trip, à aller en vacation, des choses et c'est un pour entraîner en dette pour faire ça just because tant que vous et d'où on allait et ou pas même garder pour ouais si que ou même ou gain funds available pour faire ça ou juste aller parce que vous voulez faire des avec amour ou bien vous voulez bagarre ça ou bien on new machine que ou gonti machine là qui bien marché pas une pièce problème but dès que vous voulez tant que et faire mon ouais ou bien passer ou bien ou bien vivre obligé ou entrer non dette pour voir pour montrer mon que ou bien passé so c'est ça qui lifestyle cripplant avec ngapab di keeping up with the Joneses donc ou raison moi a bien passé ou vie bien passé tout ou obligé font sacrifice que ou pas même besoin faire même pour venir et des fois vous mettez tête dans trou right so vous mettez tête dans trou et pour capable montrer que ou vivre une vie qui c'est qui pas réalité <laughs> no, hey, it's important to say Creole too because some people don't understand it, but it's happening all over the place. It's not just in America. It's always happening. I had my, my best friend's um, nephew and he took some photos on IG and he, he has a photo in a suit. I think it was for his prom or something like that next to like a nice car and he tags it the location Dubai. And underneath <laughs> there, he has like 200 lights going on. You know? and, and people are like, hey, you're doing big. You're doing big things. So it's creating this thing that he, this fake reality that he wants right. to live in. And everybody underneath will start doing the same, scamming their way. They're doing, you know, uh, from crook to, they'll do whatever it takes to get to that point. And that's also a problem because yeah. you're losing out on yourself because you're not being truly authentic to the money you have or what you can do. And you're going to burn yourself into a, a lifestyle that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Exactly. And I think like to start building true wealth, honestly, you have to get away from this mindset because you cannot try to keep up with the Joneses and trying to build wealth. Like it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You can't keep increasing your lifestyle. Let's say, but right? let's say right? if we et m'a bien expliqué au lifestyle que plan. Ou t'es confortable avec 40000 dollars next année ou bien travailler dans travail ou yo bord 60000 dollars. So ou t'es qu'on ou qu'on a fait 40000 dollars right? Let's say on t'a fait 40000 dollars ou dépenser 
et 30 ou dépenser 30 000 dollars par exemple right so kunya la dans l'autre année ou vin ou vin get promoted or something happen right you get promoted ou vin toucher 60 000 dollars lifestyle qui black is all instead of you still living in that 30000 dollars que ou ta ou ta ou ta vive chaque année ou vin kunya ou di oh bon kunya m'a fait 60 000 dollars form of good kunya wale no upgrade kunya lo wale upgrade kunya ou vin faire dépenses sous chaque année vin 50 000 dollars kunya la c'est comme si pas gain différence mm ou te 40 ou t'a dépensé 30 kounyo 60 ou t'a dépensé 50 c'est même 10 10000 et 10000 dollars différence qui gagne et des fois nous qu'on aller au-delà de ça n'a pas entré à même sur les ou t'a monté 60 ou t'a dépensé 70 90 vinn mettre tête tout dans plus dette qui vinn faire que ou pas ca build et tout off là so moi c'est c'est son l'autre façon comme les gars explainer mais c'est chaud pour lier moi pas me parler trop me parler non c'est de chaud pas non c'est 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 conversation besoin my life c'est vraiment important pour discuter lui parce que c'est problème nous gagne en amérique là on pile mon acheter gros mac gros bail de voiture il pas même besoin gros car il pas même car clean bail là gros tout bail um what you gain la 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 closet là you buy me car you just on seul fois on seul fois avant il fini il fini yeah it's yeah it's it's a like i said it's a mindset man let's jump into the next question so quand moi c'est build wealth on nous pas on parler un peu de build wealth est-ce que ça a pas une economic downturn là is it possible to do that is it possible to build wealth in this uh downturn it is definitely possible to build wealth in this downturn The first thing I would say is like it's not just this like get wish crick you know like hey let's invest tomorrow and thing like that everything that you're doing from like just even reviewing your finances knowing what's coming in versus what's coming out is something that you didn't know before right it's something very simple you can do so you can start limiting the amount of spending that you're making and maybe this downturn especially this downturn where everybody is at home you don't you're not necessarily going out to brunch you're not going out to all these other excess uh, scenarios So you're taking your time now to really decide like what is important. These mm-hmm. are the lessons that's going to carry you to the next decade. Like right. what's important to you? Is working out more important? Going on runs in the morning. Da 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 da. These are things that are are free. We need to divorce ourselves psychologically from spending equal happiness <laughs> or happiness mm-hmm. equal spending. That's that's a problem because <laughs> even as kids, then we, we didn't have the money. We had imagination. We made right. forts we made straight up forts out of couches you know like we just had fun in the house or outside we we hung out with friends just playing jumping rope which is an activity these are little things you could remember about yourself and this is giving us an opportunity to do so and it's very important now to really concentrate on those lessons so you could fix your credit card a lot of people had way too much spending now is a perfect time to just knock that down Some people had a lot of student loans or even maybe $30,000 student loan, but they the the interest was frozen on them for a very uh for like the last 6 months or something like that. That's actually a benefit to you. So the more and more you put in, it was actually going directly to the principal. So these are the little things that are happening that are creating this opportunity for you to have throughout your lifetime. And these are the right. things you can do to just grow your wealth. You right. don't have to jump into investing and being Warren Buffett. That's not the game. That, the game yeah. is actually fix yourself kind of like working out like you don't jump into getting abs you jump into hey getting up in the morning 
getting, you know, working out every once in a while, you know, getting into a running motif, you change your lifestyle completely. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you the money is going to come to you, but it's not going to come to you trying to find overnight. This, yeah. To, to your life. Yeah. Yeah. De- de- definitely. Definitely. So Kuniala, for the audience listening, right? So, you know, let's say somebody's in debt right now, or, you know, that that person is trying to build wealth. What would be the first step to take to start paying off those debt and then start building wealth? And also, can you like also provide some tools they can use um, to help them along the way? All right, let's, uh, and it's something that you taught me, keep it simple, right? Keep it keep plain. It simple. Keep, it, keep it plain <laughs> for people, trying to break it down for people. Yes, I, yes, I, yes. And I've said it a couple of times in this conversation, it's not by coincidence, it's because I want to really sell this idea that you can actually do this on your own for free, mm-hmm. of just tracking your income versus your expenses. If I'm asking a person, hey, how much, um, what's your average monthly expense? If you don't know what that is, you need to go start finding out what that is. What's your monthly income? Some people don't even know that. They don't, they never look at the statement. They don't look at the bottom line. They have no idea. These are the little things you can do by using things like mitt.com, which is a personal financial uh, tech that's available for free online. You can Mm -hmm. use that. You plug in your information. It'll really start tracking your incomes and your expenses. Another thing you can use is personalcapital.com. Same thing. It's a little bit more uh, technical for a lot of people that have investments. But ultimately, it's doing the same thing. It'll show you your income versus your expenses. You could do something like YNAB, which is you need a budget. They mm-hmm. charge. I wouldn't necessarily recommend you paying anything, especially you already have the free stuff. Yeah, but yeah it has a free stuff. For you, it, yeah. that, that works for you. Or you could just use it on paper. Just grab a piece of paper, start tracking things out. So you yeah. have any type of way that you, in, in your life to actually fix that, figuring out your income to expenses. That gap that you have at that point, if you do have a gap, let's say, well, if you don't have a gap at all, you need to start cutting down some of these expenses. Either it be, you know, hey, you might not need the Netflix. Maybe you just borrow somebody else's Netflix. Maybe you don't need to have the best features on the phone. Maybe you can knock that down a little bit. Or even the way that we buy groceries. Maybe you stop, you know, eating steak and lobster on Sundays, whatever. Start yeah. bringing that price down. Start buying a little bit less to create that gap. And the first step after that is to knock down your credit card. No matter what it is, the credit card people are carrying are anything from 15% to 21, 24, 25%. And yep. that's a, a true damage. And the only people that did not sleep around this downturn was the, the credit card company. They never said a word. Why? Because they were just collecting checks. No matter what, they're just taking <laughs> away money. They never said about, you know, they're the only people that didn't say anything about, well, we're going to cut down interest for this. Mm. Yeah. They didn't no, let yeah. this well, one ride out. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 <clears throat> so just make sure that you're paying that down because that's going to be a, a gap, a way that you start increasing the money in your pocket if you pay it down sooner. Like my fiance at one point in something I talked to her and I let her know I was going to say, at beginning when we started tackling her debts, she, her credit card was charging her $150 per month in interest fees. Whew. interest fees I was the first, as soon as i saw that that's the first thing we got to knock out we got to knock that this sucker Ooh. down mind you what you can do with that 150 Ooh, uh, but there's some people that i've worked with clients i work with that never even look at their statement so you're talking about people you know really sinking in 150 you know 150 dollars per month in this stuff so we're knocking that down so that creates now you know going forward an additional 150 you could use that in any way you want either you get a haircut get new hair do new office i don't care but at the very least you're not throwing it away inside 
uh, your credit card. And that's the first two things you do before you get into any level of investments and any level of maybe your 401k matching. If you tackle those two things, you'll be better off 110%. Awesome, man. Awesome. But say, Munka Valdan de la, those of you listening, a point step sao, point step sao, pour retirer tout, non debt, sou non debt, ou bien commencer, gababdi, a building uh, wealth. So, bon modo, Lawrence. So, not to, I guess, a journey, sa, paying of debt, that, that paying of debt journey and building wealth that you would have done differently, what would it be? Or anything at all? Would you change anything? What would I have done differently? I think part of my journey itself defines the story that I could share with other people. So it's hard to kind of, you know, dissect that and just say, hey, I would have done it differently because then I wouldn't have learned these things and I wouldn't have shared it all the way through. Like if mm -hmm. I didn't have the student loans, or if I didn't, you know, if I didn't hit those struggle points, I might right. be a whole different type of Lawrence. That's true. But beyond that, though, things that I uh, probably should have done more of is read a lot more books. And that's just not generally just um, the financial piece, but really just read more. Read versus more, yeah. in spending a lot more. If, if Facebook is the last book that you read last year, <laughs> the only book that <laughs> Damn, you read son. last year, it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, was at a, I was at that situation where it's just that's the only book that I knew of. And that's not Facebook is the last book that you read. Like, in trouble. <laughs> yeah, if that's the only place that we get our information, your IG is like, oh, the IG told me this, or Twitter told me that. We're getting to the point where we, we're robbing ourselves from these opportunities to change. That, that's true. Culture. That's true. That's true. So reading to me was probably something I still struggle with now. And it's like something I need to make more time for to actually get more information in me. Like, yeah, grow. it's definitely going to take time. It's something I struggle with. I, I, I honestly started. Uh, what, but two years ago, like starting taking this thing seriously. And, and uh, it took me a while. I actually had to start with audiobooks, mm -hmm. And then, you know, while listening to the audiobooks, and like what I found was so good, I was like, okay, now I got to force myself to read a whole book. Right. So I ended up, you know, forcing myself with a couple of books. And, and now it's, it's, I'm getting better. Right. So I think it's, it's very, very important. And I, I think that's another thing that, um, experience you know they share the experience in a book you know like 20 25 years of experience in a book that's that's huge right you can sit down and read the whole uh, entire story of someone right so you think you had a, a person that was on a bookstagrammer or something yes uh, yes yes and this exactly. that's is the idea there's information there but it's not and i guess for that situation it becomes you read it, but you have to make it actionable. Right. You can't just take in information from all these sources and not make it actionable. actionable so you yeah. have to step beyond yourself, make it actionable, or even monetize the experience. Either it'd be like, you, you see, she's a bookstagrammer, so it's a monetizable experience where you could just go online. I know one girl, she actually goes on YouTube and she talks about all these books. So that becomes like a situation where she could develop herself further. So there's opportunities everywhere for all our stories. Exactly. Exactly. So now we're going to transition to a lot more personal questions and not too personal, but uh, they're a lot more personal. So not feel be rapid. So not feel quick, quick. So mm -hmm. it's going to be like fire questions, right? So boom, 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 okay, boom. Let's go. So, all right. So first question, what is your greatest lesson learned in life? The greatest lesson learned was from grandma because a lot of our parents' generation did a lot more with less and we can learn a lot from them. 
because they just had the, the tenacity, the drive to even leave Haiti, go to America, brand new foreign country, new language, and they just did the best that they could. And we should mm -hmm. respect that more and try to really understand their, uh, what they learned along the process and how they were able to manage with uh, as little as they had. Awesome, man. Awesome. So who has the greatest impact on you? Greatest impact might have been, and I had to think about that one. It's like, uh, yeah, it might have been Serge Rodriguez of, uh, Rodriguez of the Haitian Heritage Museum. Uh, I used to work for them at the very beginning, did the educational uh, management content for them for, a very, uh, for at least a good year. And he said something that was very interesting to me because it was after the housing crisis. And we were just having a conversation while he, we were uh, fixing the place up, fixing up some lights, you know, painting the walls. And he was saying something like, hey, you know, people make money no matter what. So there's even in a downturn, there's it's one hand and another. Somebody right. always is receiving this money. Like one person might be losing it, but somebody else is gaining. So gaining. I wanted to be in a position when I said to myself, I want to be in both. I want to receive and gain all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't want to miss out on whatever this thing is. And he was right. There's always somebody making money. That's true. That's true. That's definitely true, man. So I know you are the type of guy who's, you know, always learning. What type of skills or what are you learning right now? What am I learning right now? Probably podcasting or even a little bit more investing in all the different um, aspects of dividend investing. Mm -hmm. And it's really shaping up because I, I became more intentional and I increased my dividends or our output dividends for the year about like 70%. So next year, you know, automatically we'll be making based off of dividends about like $3,500. Nice. That's just, easy that's just dividend. That's just <laughs> dividends. That's just, you put it into effect and it's just going to keep rotating itself. It's pretty dope, man. Pretty dope. So what's your favorite finance book? Favorite book finance about, book. About money. Yes. The favorite finance book would be the Two Income Trap, I believe that's the name of it, by Elizabeth Warren. And she really talked about the, the way that the uh, middle class has become, you know, you had like two, one person or two people, but you had a bigger house, you got a bigger cars, not just mm -hmm. one car, but two cars. And next thing you know, you're more and more broke because you're not paying attention. And then she wrote this thing back in like the 80s. You know, the fact wow. that she, she had that, that wherewithal before she even ran for anything, this, this is what she was doing, education. And she realized it was a problem. And all, ultimately, that ended up being our problem to this day. The fact that everybody just, as you get a, the wife and your kids, you have a super big home, you got bigger, you know, a bigger car, you got a bigger lifestyle, the, the, vaca the family vacation is 10 grand a year, and then you're keeping up with the Joneses and you're going to end up being pro poor no matter what. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. That's true, man. So when are you, like, when, when you're not working, right? You're not working, you're not doing any financial literacy um, I guess content. What do you do for fun, man? Uh, I always do that. If I if I'm procrastinating, <laughs> that's what it is. When I'm not doing that, I'll probably I try to go running. I don't really love running, but it's something that's you know cardio wise actually does help out. Uh, I spend good. time with the fiance, watching some anime, or even playing some video game on Google Stadia. But for the most part, what I I guess what I love is to try to help people. Even just subtle calling somebody and say, hey, what's going on with you? I haven't heard from you in a while. I haven't seen anything about you in a while. What's going on? So part of us as Black people, Haitian people, all around the, the diaspora, we're people of community, of people of conversation, and we need to get back into it versus just showing a photo of the best part of your life. Sometimes right. people are not going through the best part of their lives. That's, that's true. That's true. That's true, man. That is 100% true. So 
quick word of advice for young folks right now listening to this podcast during this pandemic, what would you say to them? Take advantage of this opportunity to learn a new craft and basically not become lethargic, not just fall into just playing, you know, being on TikTok online all the time. Because you, at this point, you probably burnt out on all content. You're done. It's okay to start learning. Right? <laughs> like, there's only so much Netflix you watch. At this point, you don't, you don't oh, even have man. You're forcing yourself. Like a kid, like, yeah. forcing that, that next group of ice cream. Like, it's too late now. Let's it's move on. It's too late, yeah. So now it's time for us to focus on ourselves, putting those things in, in order, following the right people. I think that's the, the biggest thing you can do. Follow the right people, share the right content. It will change your life. If you don't do it, trust me, you'll, you'll see the difference with somebody else that did no, the exact opposite. Just like I wasn't. Man, awesome, awesome, man. It, it was a like complete pleasure, pleasure to have you here on the podcast. And um, before you go, so if anybody here listening would like to stay in touch with you or start to follow your content online, where would they find you? They would find it. Majority of my contacts on the website now, which is www.theneighborhoodfinanceguy.com, www.theneighborhoodfinanceguy.com. The same on Instagram or even on Facebook pages. But nine times out of ten, if you've ever been on Union Street or the Haitian American, you are you're already familiar with, with who we are and what we do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, we've been. I've been around the game for a bit. I'm in the background. I'm not Wanda. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's that's Wanda another thing I, I forgot to mention. Yeah, yeah. Wanda's well, the leader out there, but I be in the back sometimes. Back Lunar <laughs> suit. That's that's pretty nice. Said. I was so I was happy to do. create create good content, create good people, and share this type of content. You know, Coin Podcast is out there. It's live. It's on IG. It's on Instagram. It's yes, on. Sir. It's it's on every like you have no excuse to get on this podcast. Right. So you right. Listen out and tell your friends too. Tell your friends. Tell everybody, man. Don't don't keep that information to yourself. Just listen to you know building your little empire by yourself. You know, tell because you you lose it by yourself too. Like the more you build it with other people, the more you know what it is. That's and the true. More it, you can retain it because if I didn't do what I did, I wouldn't be able to speak to other people. I wouldn't be able to get more opportunities at work. I wouldn't be able to. It's just like it's a whole rounded thing. The more you talk about it, the more you share, the more you become knowledgeable, the better it is for you. And money will find its way to you. Exactly. So it's an abundance mindset, man. Yeah. It's an abundance mindset. Boom, bye, guy. Boom, bye, guy. Boom, bye, guy. Lawrence. Zemda Abdullah. C'est ton plaisir, man. Pour nous déguer un podcast, man. I truly, truly appreciate it. Et au point temps, on a schedule. On a un monde qui est vraiment busy. Et on a une beauté. Partager un pile bon information. Mes amis, pas oublier, pas supplier, non, pas oublier, pas oublier. Souvent, mes informations sont sorties par là-là. Allez sur Apple Podcast, bannez un petit review et dites-nous comment et où apprécier le travail là. Ou bien au cas au cas dites-nous tout qui pourrait être capable d'améliorer parce que moi, mes positive uh, constructive criticism. Allez sur YouTube tout, allez subscribe, allez sur IG um, pour uh, follow nous, allez sur Facebook, like page nous. Share baga information avec moun afin que pour nous capable build community ensemble. C'est avec vous amis pour lutter avec Lawrence. Ciao ciao.